Welcome to the podcast. I'm here with Casey Hughes-Wade. She is the VP of Relationships. You're going to want to see this. This is the Million Dollar Mortgage Experience Podcast. I am your host, John Maddox. Welcome to the show. All right, Casey. So what is a VP of Relationship? What does that mean? Well, a VP stands for Vice President, John, just in case you, you know, we're, we're curious about that. <laughs> and relationships, you know, I kind of do all things. Uh, the company I work for is called SLK Global Solutions. So we're a national and global company. Um, we've been in the industry for over 20 years. Mm-hmm. And as VP of relationships, I, I do several different things. I'm very lucky. Uh, the job is sort of built for my talent. So mm-hmm. I still get to do what I do best, which is networking and, you know, doing videos and building my brand out on social media and kind of being somewhat of the face of the organization at times. Nice. Um, But I do handle our large client relationships and Mm -hmm. partnerships. And, you know, I think today with the industry changing and shifting, you know, you're always trying to look for different ways to connect with people, different partnerships, um, you know, kind of starting to move towards where your audience is, right? Where your clients, where your customers. So similar to like business development kind of, right? Yeah, I do a little bit of business development, um, but I do, you know, some partner relationships, um, some client management, and also work alongside some of our marketing folks as well. So that's cool. A couple different things that I do. Yeah. Well, I've always uh, seen you at the conferences and you're always so bubbly and happy and you just know everybody so you're doing something right with relationships so i think you're in your right seat so that's that's great yes so so the pandemic has changed the way we you know do we don't go to conferences like we used to and it's been a very just a different dynamic how are you you know navigating these new waters like what's working right now with with what you're doing you know, I think there is a balance, right? And, you know, I think the, the new industry and the new world, and I hate always referencing the word COVID, right? I, was, I try to get through one conversation without saying COVID, but it yeah. did change, you know, how we interact with people and it, it, does, it changed yeah. our world. And I think um, as a whole, the industry has had to pivot and shift. And it, right. I, I saw someone recently post something um, saying, you know, it was like this big test. Mm-hmm. You know, we didn't know we were going to have to take, but we took it and we passed, right? right. And it's about, you know, moving everyone home and um, doing the, you know, uh, you know, being able to connect with people in different ways. And I think it's really a force, the industry and my company, myself and my career, you know, to really go seek where, where your clients, where your people, right. And that's yeah. online, right. Mm-hmm. And it's moving that networking, um, and maybe in-person relationship building skill set that I personally had or other people had, and then moving that to, you know, a digital marketing sort of online social media presence, building out your brand. I think it's so important right now to focus on that if you haven't right. and to connect with people where they are, which is online. Right? They are. Everyone's online. Everyone's on their phone, right? Like Everyone's you, on their phone, You drive right? down the road and people yes. are driving and they're like, you're like, you don't have a Tesla. How are you doing this? Yes. And then, you know, they're swerving or whatever. Like, but yeah, everyone's attention is not on billboards. They're not on, right. you know, they're on their computer or their phone and right. that's, you got to go where their attention is, right? Absolutely. So when you do a text, how how like what what give me an example of a text message you'd send like word for word word for word well i, I really want to be funny right now and say something <laughs> super inappropriate but i'm not <laughs> i'm being respectful um so i would definitely um you know depending on the day of the week I always start with something really kind and friendly like happy monday happy new year you mm-hmm, know lighthearted just like yeah something lighthearted you know hey this is casey you know just want to follow up with you on x you know give me a ring when you have a chance and let me know right. a good time to reach you Right, gotcha. keep it really casual, really smart. I'm not asking them for their business in a text message, right? It's right. just a little. You're not connection. trying to close them on the text. No, right. You know, I have a guy who I'm actually changing financial advisors, mm-hmm. and you know, it's kind of a big decision, like moving your money right. around. And um, I've met, and this guy's really young, and you know, he has done a great job earning my business over the last seven months. I have been slow. I've been 
I mean, he has worked so hard and been had this balance between emails and texting me and calling me and never pushing me, but just like, mm-hmm. hey, I'm still here. Yep. You know, I'd love to look at your portfolio. I'd love to look at this when you're ready. And just mm-hmm. slowly, hey, happy new year, Merry Christmas, just little things. Just like making it easy for you to get yeah, back to him. Yeah, I'm in. And, and he, I mean, I don't even yeah. know how he got me. Like, yeah. I wasn't even looking. <laughs> right. It was like this eight-month process of him just sort of building a relationship with me. Wow, yeah. And even though he was so young, he, you know, we were talking, uh, and he's like, you know, Oh, you're doing a great job being pregnant. I'm like, you <laughs> sold you know? me right there. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Like the fact that you're in your twenties and you knew to compliment me that way, like yeah. I'm in, That's right? Good, yeah. And so he's just had this way of building this relationship with me and being very compassionate and being like, I know you're so busy and gosh, you know, if you just have a second, I'd love to help you over here and just not pushing me and mm-hmm. um you know, eventually got my business, right? That's so cool. I think it, it slowly can work in any way. Right. Um, but having two different sort of approaches and paths with whether it's, you know, DMing, mm-hmm. right, calling, emailing, texting. Um, and then I also think videoing messaging is yeah. really cool. I have a friend that's been videoing messaging, and especially for the loan officer, just sending a quick video. Hey, you know, I'm here. This is, I'm, I'm local to your community. I'm your local expert. This is what I do. Quick video, right? Yeah. 20 seconds. Do you send that on an email or in a text? So I've seen both. Okay. Um, I think email, you know, yeah. it works. Even if you want to do it on social media platform, you can do that as well. Because, right. you know, when you're scrolling through your phone at night, you're, you're likely to look at those videos that people send you. Right, right. right. Versus like and busy day or she's whatever. She's done a great job, like Merry Christmas, wishing you well, you know, just... Being everywhere, right, right? as right. often as you can, building that brand, like really, you know, just being everywhere that you can. That's good. Yeah, I mean, it takes effort. You know, it's it sounds like, but if if you do it right, it's kind of fun because it's like relationship. It's like it's yeah. very relational. It's not like you're just selling, right? You're not just. Right. And I think one thing I, I I imagine you do, and I would like to share is that. When you're sending a text message, you should probably we we have this like autopilot sometimes that we do like, and some people are probably naturally perfect at it or good at it, but others might you know need to stop for a second and say I'm gonna hit send now is this is this something I'd want to read, or is this something that I would respond positively to, or would I just sort of like look at it and go eh. you know what I mean what kind of feeling is this message gonna get back on the other side? instead of just sending kind of what we think is right, like stop for a second and look at it and go, yeah, that's probably not going to get the response I want. Let me reword it, you know, or something right. like that. No, absolutely. And like I do thinking that with... like, what would you want to hear? Right. Like instead of, I'm just going to say what I think, you know, I'm just going to say. Right. No, absolutely. I do that all the time with family. Like how is this going to be perceived? Right. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. Everyone has their own filter. Right. right? Cause you right. can't hear their tone. You can't hear the voice. Right. So, um, adding any extra like smiley faces, mm-hmm. right. Making sure that it's, you know, it's landing the way that you want it to land. And mm-hmm. how would I receive this message is a great way to uh, put content out. You know, am I going to read this? Am I going to like this? Right. Yeah, we all get those emails that were right. like, delete, 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 delete. I mean, right. I don't know about you, but I, in the morning go through my emails so fast like i right. know this is a sales email and i just right right if it has way too much information i delete it in a second right if someone goes hey john i saw your podcast da 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 or like a little question you know right. i might be like oh cool like you know and respond but right. if someone's like hey i saw your podcast and here's everything you know i've ever wanted to tell you or like <laughs> sell you and you know and it's a super long email i'm yeah. like i have no time to right. do that but to start a, i can i have time for a conversation even if it's like a, every other minute, you know, on an email or, you know, and then it switches to a text and you, you go back and forth. And if it's something that could add value and like you said, you're building, we all want to work with people that we like and right. that, that we know aren't going to make us put up defenses right away right. with a sale. 
No, absolutely. It is about yeah. building that relationships, being authentic, you know, checking your content, you know, doing things that you would like to do. You're going to attract the type of people you want to do business with, right? And then it's right. a natural match, right? If you're really funny and you love a certain type of humor, right, you can mm-hmm. start putting certain content out there. You're going to attract the right people that are going to be drawn to you right. and utilizing different platforms for that. So, um, yeah. no, absolutely. I think it's um, – and it's such a great time to do it. You know, it's it now's the time and the business mm-hmm. is out there to go get, right? And right. Just, you just have to kind of pursue it and kind of make a game out of it like sometimes when I was in hardcore sales in the past um you know I used to kind of make a game okay like how many people I'm gonna get respond to me today right Right. like how like how many likes am I gonna get right and not as a place of you know measuring myself from Mm -hmm. like I'm not good enough but just actually having fun with it right play it's a game right right? so and that that turns it into something fun versus like I have to do my hundred calls or my have to send out my you know my sales emails and you're like down on it you're like I'm gonna see how many yeah responses right and just play around with it see mm-hmm. when i tweak this you know i do it this way what happens when i do it th- that's how i kind of started building my content and building you know videos and pictures i realized that selfies really worked for me mm-hmm. for whatever reason when i posted a selfie <laughs> i got a thousand more views when i didn't that's a wow. big significance that's a so, big, yeah. so i started watching and like measuring i'm like huh so what did i do i focused on so- i don't know why selfies yeah. were like the yeah. thing for me like right. I- <laughs> and my husband always jokes with me like you're like the selfie queen i was like well because i had to get good at it because the platform liked it right yeah. and so you know really paying attention sometimes you right. know with um you know with the stats and obviously not focusing on it and making mm-hmm. it about that but also you know realizing that there is algorithms that you can play with and when you play with your content things shift why do they shift right right so I always tell people it's a balance between you know looking at it versus like making yourself feel bad about it right you know totally. you want to have the knowledge and you know sometimes things dive and you're just like oh oh well right mm-hmm. um and I think hashtags are a big part of that as well and including, you know, popular hashtags that are going to generate. So you can find, your... how do you find the popular hashtags? You go into like the. You can Google them. It'll tell you. You can oh, it Google just popular you. hashtags for real estate. Popular hashtags. Yeah. So all my hashtags oh, wow. have like thousands of followers and I do that on purpose, right? Yeah. Because That's it, smart. it'll pull your hashtag out and then, you know, it'll trend it. And right. so, you know, there's different ways to play with the hashtags and then algorithms do change. And again, so don't obsess on it, but it is something as you start to approach social media that you want to pay attention to a little right. bit and start playing around and seeing you know what works and uh, what your audience likes um Mm -hmm. and you know short videos you know the difference between a short video and a long video is you know thousands of views right Right. so keep it short keep it simple keep it fun keep it light right right right. and if you're not an expert yet bring an expert into your social media yeah right yeah and ask some questions yeah like we're doing right here yes the relationship right? expert, guys. This is, right? this is this is her. So this is what you do, <laughs> yeah. you know, and just continue to build on and don't be shy. You know, go out there and ask people um, to talk with you. you know, totally. Everyone, and it no takes one's... time. Like I used to be horrible at video. Horrible. Still am sometimes when yes. I like want to do my own video. I'm <laughs> yeah. like, why did I say that? I'm the oh God and my kids make fun of me. Like I yes. like, drink water every day or whatever I say, you know, on the video. It's <laughs> yeah, like, right. it's, it's, right. but, but you know what? You got to just. You got to play with it, like you said. Another thing that always stands out about you is you always wear a hat. Is that something that you do to stand out, or is it just like your thing? Or like, do people can people find something that like kind of works for them that stands out because it's memorable? Like I've seen you at the conferences, and I'm like the one that wears the hat. Like this is Kate. Like you and you stand out. So is there like 
I'm not saying that's a gimmick, but is it like, is that something that kind of makes you stand out? Like, do you? Absolutely. Clothing uh-huh. is definitely something that makes you stand out. And it's a funny story about the hat. And I've had people ask me about it because um, it started out as sort of an accident. Um, I was, you know, at a conference and, you know, whatever time I closed a deal, I would buy myself something because I mm-hmm. felt like it was, you know, I'm putting myself out there. I'm working really hard. So it's just a little yeah. thing, right? If I close a deal, if I got a new relationship, if I feel like I did a good job, I'd like buy myself a little treat, right? right so right. I'm a female. I like to shop, but I don't want to shop all the time. But if I'm you know, doing well in business, I feel like I can. So I, we were in New Orleans and I tried on this hat. My girlfriend loved it. She's like, oh my God, it's the best hat ever. And so cool. of course I wore that hat, right? right because right. I wore the hat and I had the response I had was just huge. And everyone loved the fact that I was different yeah. and rocking a hat at a mortgage conference because yeah. you just didn't see it like five years ago. No, right? So it was no. a thing. It and stands people out like, for sure. What? <laughs> and I didn't wear it, you know, to some of the bigger meetings. Like I kind of spaced it out and I wore it at night and I mm-hmm. it kind of like built, I built it up a little bit and I yeah. wasn't, you know, egregious in how I presented myself with a hat, but it was this slow building thing. And then the truth is, is I like wearing a hat. My hair looks better when I wear a hat. I think <laughs> I look better when I wear a hat. Uh, I don't have to do my hair. Right. You know, win-win as a mom, right? Yeah. With kids and things. So it's kind of started like it was an accident and uh, it just sort of built into this brand for myself. And now I, in the past when I was at conferences, if I didn't have a hat on, people would walk, people I knew so well <laughs> would walk right past me and they're like, oh, you didn't recognize without your hat on. So <laughs> then I started not wearing the hat a little bit because you want to obviously have balance, but absolutely in my videos or my yeah. podcasts, I have a hat on. My, you know, totally. any pictures I take, wear a hat, right? Because I'm automatically. It's memorable and it's absolutely. a thing that like, you know, it, it, if you if you stand out a little bit, you're a little different from the pack, then right. people remember you more. Right. It's just a, it's this way. To, I mean, there's so many, and I call it like conformists, right? Like there's so many people that just wear the exact same thing at a conference. Like right. you could go to a conference. I was at one in February, right as the pandemic was right. hitting, and it was in it was in I want to say it was in Vegas, and literally there was no it was San Francisco. There was everyone was wearing the same suit. Right. Everyone mm-hmm. like it was either gray no tie or light blue no tie and it was like everyone was wearing the same thing and i was like you just you know people don't stand out when they everyone's doing this and it's it's easy to slip into that like i'm gonna do what everyone else does right but there's something about just having a little bit something different to stand out no absolutely and i think that you don't have to be weird about it right and like find this weird thing but as you start to be authentic and you know, I've had, you know, several in- interviews on social media and how to kind of start. And I always say, start by finding your why, right? Start by finding that authentic right. part of yourself. Then you can find, like, how can I stand out that's authentic to me? Right. That's not awkward. Like, John, you're not going to wear a big hoop earring, right? That wouldn't be no. authentic for you. Would you stand out? Yes, yes you would. But sure. is that authentic to who you are? No. no. You know, it isn't. So I think that you know, going back and kind of finding your why and even sometimes working with a coach or mm-hmm. a business coach to kind of, you know, help you navigate different parts of yourself. Because you're, you're selling yourself, really. Yes. Because you make making this relationships with making relationships with people, but you're also selling yourself on why they should use you. Yes. So if you stand out and you have something that's true to yourself, then it's easier yes. to, to do that. Absolutely. You know, and I'm always about self-improvement and getting to know, you know, different parts of yourself. I think as you get older, you can't help but like go back and figure out like, okay, yes, I love who I am, but also who do right. I want to be and how am I growing? Mm-hmm. You know, right. so I always tell people to get a coach if you're struggling in those areas of your life, your professional development, and you're kind of struggling to find yourself on social media. Um, and you can find that authentic part of yourself to bring out into your brand. And it's, you know, it's I good. think it's, uh, I think it's something that we all should be doing for sure. Mm-hmm. So virtual conferences, um, I like real conferences. I don't like virtual conferences, yes. but 
I know there's some coming, right? Yes. There's some coming up and there's some value in them. And I'm sure there's like people break off into group. Like how, what's going on with conferences? So I love, you know, it's just an interesting conversation because I have different people say different things about the conferences and the virtual versus in person. And obviously we all love being in person, right? right. And connecting and, you know, um, I went to one of the, I think it was the Western Secondary uh, virtual and I was joking around with people like, hey, meet you at the clock tower, right? Obviously there's no yeah. clock tower, but everyone knows about the clock tower, right? Because that's right. like where you met and where you had your meetings and what you did. So I would say that all virtual conferences are not created equal, right? Yep. And you're going to want to really evaluate the platform mm-hmm. that they're utilizing. It's going to be about the technology that they're utilizing and i think in the beginning no one really knew what they were doing so the technology and the platforms they were using maybe weren't um the best for networking and communicating and you have to evaluate do i want to spend money to attend this virtual conference you know mm-hmm. what is the tech like so a lot of the the organizations are now putting tests out on youtube and showing you how to use their technology hmm. so you feel confident registering for their conference like what value am i getting right. if i sponsor a booth like what's the tr- is it really a booth what's the traction like yeah. what does that look People like people see it like, right yeah. exactly so the way to really get value out of a virtual conference is you know one investigate the technology just call you know the conference marketing person say hey what technology you know are you utilizing and we're thinking about spending some money and we want to send some people but we want to know what what our experience is going to be right are we sure. able to connect with people is there instant message is there a virtual booth right right um is there any sort of contest that you know people are playing to if they if you know, if they come by the booth, they get something, right? Because everyone loves to win something. I'm not sure. My, my colleague at one of the last conferences attended went and applied and, like, won all these different things from visiting the booths. Yeah. Um, so communicate with the conference, you know, marketing person and, and figure out the technology. Um, and then the more that you are involved in the conference, which is hard for us being at our desk because we're multitaskers and I'm right. sure you have, like, two screens, right? Mm-hmm. And you're doing, like, so many different things and you're getting deals and you're trying to close stuff and you want to be about business in the moment, but you also, you know, want to stay in the know, right? And understand. Know what's coming, know what's yeah, up. Yeah, and the yeah. conference is a great way to continue to educate yourself and be an expert, right, in right. your industry. So Absolutely. whether you're an organization, whether you're a salesperson, whether you're a CEO, um, you know, you want to continue to – and make sure you're relative and you mm-hmm. know it's company, you know it's coming, you know it's happening in the industry. So, um, you know, I always say if you can sponsor something, um, you know, you're going to get more value out of it, right? You're going to get your brand out of it. You're going to be able to participate at a different level. They're going to see your logo. Right. And then um, you can send, you know, uh, at least a couple people. And but, but if you're sitting on the sidelines just watching and not paying attention, it's the same at a conference. If you register for a conference but you're – across town doing something else, you're not getting anything confident, sure, right? Sure. So it's the same thing, yeah. right? So you have to kind of be at your desk, Pay attention, schedule some time yeah. out on your calendar, mm-hmm. research the sessions in advance. Yeah. So look at the sessions and say, okay, these are the three I definitely want to attend. I know if I don't put them on my calendar, I am going to not attend because right. that's what happens for us, right? It's true. So block it off, have the login information right there so you can click on that link on your calendar, mm-hmm. shoot you right in so you know you're guaranteed, okay, those three sessions. Now – you know, have an agenda prior to attending the conference. Like, what do I want to get? Okay, I'm going to connect with three new people, yeah. right? So now you have kind of a plan going into the conference mm-hmm. of what you want to get. So instead of kind of sitting back at a booth or, you know, knowing you're going to catch some people at the bar or, you know, the way we kind of used to interact, yep. um, ask for meetings up front. Say, hey, obviously you're not going to connect at the conference during, that's weird, right? Right, right. <laughs> Come to my virtual, but if you know that person, you look through the attendee list, you say, hey, I know that person. I haven't talked to them in six months. Yeah. And just say, hey, I saw you're attending, saw your name, would love to catch up. And you just do a that's face-to-face, it. like a, yeah. 
That's all. How that you can works, do yeah. like a little video, you yep. know. Um, they have the the Zoom. So I haven't really connected with people during the conference, but I've seen them on the list. You mm-hmm. know, like a good friend of mine, and you know, owns a mortgage company in Bakersfield. I saw him, and he was online. I thought, oh my god, I haven't talked to him in six months. Yeah. So I shot him an email. I even shot him a DM in the conference platform. I said, hey, you know, we need to catch up. He's like, absolutely. That's I'm cool. like, okay, great. I'm gonna send you an email. Let's schedule some time. Yep. And then we scheduled, you know, a Zoom call, whatever, the following week. So it's a great way to keep in touch with your relationships. But you have to have a plan. You have to have sort of have an agenda. Right. What do you want to get out of it? How are you going to participate? What are you going to get back? Yeah. Right? I mean, yeah. instead of sitting back again, it's the same thing about instead of sitting back and letting business come to you, how are you going to participate? How are you going to continue to network, True. build relationships at these conferences? So I think that's kind of the best way to approach the conferences. Mm-hmm. It's about the technology, about your participation. Um, and I would also say, you know, the conferences that are – thriving right now i think are the ones that are affordable yeah. right yeah, yeah i mean that's really people like i'm i don't have to fly there but you know it's only i don't know what do they cost now to, to join 125 dollars that's pretty versus cheap yeah. a few thousand depending on it really depends on you know the conference yeah um but you can actually you know as a lender you can send more people mm-hmm. right so you can start to send you know seven people instead of two right so you can start educating and training more of your staff and kind of building them up you know and as you give I always say, if you train me, you can keep me, right? Like, mm-hmm. I want knowledge, right? So if yeah. you're sending me to more conferences and, you know, helping me learn and grow in my career, right. I'm more likely to stay with you as a company and you're investing in your people. So as a lender, you know, sending, you know, your folks to conferences is going to help them grow in their career and they're, you know, they're going to be more loyal to you. So you're right. educating your people, you're educating your staff. Um, so it's a great way to sort of expand the conference network. However... Um, you want to also, you know, obviously uh, be careful that they are actually attending and they're not pulling away from the job, right? So if you're right. paying for somebody, you know, what are they getting out of it? Sure. Um, so I think the free conferences are interesting. I know Housing Wire has, has done a great job promoting some tech demo days, mm-hmm. and it's free for participants. And I've seen them on LinkedIn. I signed up for a couple of them. And, you know, I'm always wanting to check out new technology out there. And I'm sure you are as well. Like yeah. what's out there, what's happening. And if I can log on and check out some technology for free, I'm going to cool. do that. Right. For sure, yeah. So I think that's really neat that they're doing that. Uh, the next mortgage events, um, their mortgage technology events, you know, originally catered kind of towards female executives, mm-hmm. um, has done a great job continuing to building their brand on social media, continue to put out conference information and but making it free. Yeah. Um, so like everyone attends, right? And they they add a lot of value with their mentoring and their um, and keeping us relative on what's happening in the industry, um, but at no cost to the industry, That's right? Good. Which yeah. is really huge. So I'm a fan of the conferences that are trying to find that balance between, you know, still making money, but mm-hmm. also making it reasonable for people to attend. Right, and exciting. They, exciting. they still have to have a good speaker or something that's interesting. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. And like what, you said, the technology, which I wanted to ask you. Yes. What, because um, most of our listeners are, are mortgage loan yes. originators, yes. right? Or processors. But what um, what's, like, do you know of any new technology that's that helps the loan officer? Is there anything that you've seen? Yeah. Anything so, exciting? You know, I think there is some exciting technology um, with, uh, with you know, I think with COVID again, you know, there's been this huge push in tech and what's right. happening in the industry, and I think the um, one that I've I've seen a lot of traction with, and I'm a fan of, is called Social Coach. Okay. Um, so it's either for a loan officer or it's for a mortgage company. It's basically a social uh, social media platform, right, hmm. for managing social media content. So okay. the loan officer can go in. Um, there's a subscription and there's already content built in. Um, so you can update the content yourself and mm-hmm. kind of make it more you, um, or you can find a coach, right? If you're new to social media and you're trying to figure out how how do I put myself out there, yeah. you can kind of 
find how to get coach. people to interact with your yeah, stuff. Yeah, right. You can actually get a coach within the platform. It's going to nice. help you and kind of guide you and be your expert. And they're like mortgage people too, right? Like they, yeah, they know mortgages. Yeah, this okay. is more, yeah. When I say social, this is like focused on mortgage. Yeah, Absolutely. yeah, Because yeah. no, uh, I could see someone like, what's a t- uh, 1003 form? Like they don't right. know what 1003, you know. Right, yes. I had my sister one time, I totally throwing her under the bus right now. My sister uh, got in the mortgage business and one of the first things she said was, she called it a 1003 and we're all like, kind of like snickering but no it's a 1003 you know but right. like people um if you you want to have someone that's a mortgage professional that knows mortgage and yes. can know social media that can help guide you right like so yes um no i think they're great and they also have another side to it for executives as well on the mortgage side their marketing team can actually take over and they can actually build in compliance rules and it's a platform they can offer for their loan officers. That's cool. So that, you know, it's still putting content out there, but also safely mm-hmm. and the marketing team can manage it. And also what it does too is the executives can log in and they can actually start connecting with their loan officers, put oh, their cool. own twist on it, send their loan officers videos from it. Mm-hmm. So they've been also for- like watch for compliance issues too. All of it does. Yeah. yeah. Nice. So That's each great. compliance. So as a, as a mortgage company owner, like someone who's like a manager, you could set it up so you don't have to worry about the compliance yes. issue and you pay this company yes. and then you bring all your LOs and put them all on there. Yes. And that's cool. And they have content really in cool. their belts or they can put their own content and then they can start to customize the content so you have your own culture and your own flair on it. Mm-hmm. It's a good friend of mine that built that built the app and I've seen it. I know some of the coaches that are on it and I know some of the lenders that are using it. So it's really versatile. And, you know, I think there's going to be a, a pretty big pitch for compliance. So I think there's something, something you're going to want to, you know, obviously yeah. you want to look get, out for. You don't want to get fined. That's <laughs> yes. not fun. Yes. Compliance yeah. is, mm-hmm. is one of those things. Right. So safely. Yes. yes. Safely post. So tell me about women in mortgage hashtag. Yes. Women in mortgage. That's important because when, you know, sometimes like, you know, the, the visual of a mortgage broker or mortgage loan officer might be this old person a guy behind a desk with gray hair you know and like just with a big pen you know like just that's the visual but like there's a lot of really successful women in mortgage and i tell tell us what's going on what is it so you know i think there's always been successful women in mortgage but i think that with the social media push and you know some of the shifts that have happened you know they're out there more a Mm -hmm. little bit and they're connecting and communicating more and there's been some communities like empower or the mm-hmm. next, you know, mortgage events, and there might be some even local um, networking things that are supporting women, and and really, you know, there's been this shift between females, you know, uh, like being against each other, right? Because we've grown up, and I'm not one of those females. I have a lot of female friends. Like I have too many sometimes. I'm like, mm-hmm. whoa, slow down, the female friends, right? I really connect with females, but a lot of females haven't been taught to connect with females in an authentic way. That's not competitive right right and supporting so in business, each other too yeah, so right? even though you're doing the same thing and maybe you have same areas right if you're a loan mm-hmm. officer you know how do you support each other right? right maybe if you can't get this deal done you can refer it to someone else so really connecting and building friendships and building upon you know building together instead of being separate and being like well she might take my job or she's gonna you know there's yeah there, there is this, being competitive versus yes being there is this trend team. right and so you know it's starting it's a conversation that's been started by several organizations and i think it's helped women really connect and I'm part of a couple networking groups that, you know, and we're some of them are loan officers, some of them are real estate agents. 
Some of them are, you know, mortgage bankers. Some of them, you know, it's a really wide variety. And we meet once a month and you can kind of show up if you want or, or not. And we just connect and we hang out and we talk about what it's like, you know, being a wife or a mom or business. And we laugh and, you know, they've been, you know, supporting me through my pregnancy and just having this, this community that's so mm-hmm. important. Because you have something and, in common. You have this mortgage thing, right? That we, right. we all are like, uh, it's almost like a curse when you get in the mortgage business. You can't right. leave it. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So, but. You know, to be able to bond on, on under uh, that and other things, like you said, like right. a wife, a mother, whatever, sister, right. you know, daughter, husband. Right. And our conversations that we want to have are different than men. I'm sorry. Yeah. We just are. Right. You know, I've been yeah. to conferences and the conversations that, you know, sometimes you have, it's like always in a sports bar, right? And it's always like, yeah. I don't know. Like, I just, you know, and so you know, there's been the pivot and the shift that women can start to connect and talk about things that we want to talk about, you right. know, and uh, really supporting each other and being in an environment that's, that's fun and female focused. And yeah. it's not, you know, against men, men are totally included, sure. but instead of having them lead the conversation, we're leading the conversation. That's awesome. So, and that's um, growing right now. Is it, is it growing? Uh-huh. Yeah, absolutely. That's it's growing. Cool. You know, I've been a huge advocate for females. You know, I've been doing female Friday videos trying to highlight female executives in our industry for a while. And again, it was a great way for me to build these relationships with them because I got right. to know them and now they're my friends right cool. these top executives um, but also giving them a voice like how are they leading their mortgage company how are they mm-hmm. doing you know their business i've also connected with some of the top loan officers in the industry i have a couple more coming up like how are you doing things right how are you standing out and you know i think that you know, highlighting females and supporting each other and lifting each other up is, is so important totally. right and um we're stronger together always, yeah. right and not 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 excluding men we love men too right but right. we're just going to lead the conversation and we're going to do it our way and if you want to join great right love it right. come join us but we're gonna be in charge <laughs> yeah <laughs> i love it so. no I've, I've known over the years i mean including my mother-in-law and some other really amazing uh women who've you know ran mortgage shops or ran mortgage companies you know higher up in, in mortgage companies and and it's awesome to see what they're doing and also kind of what you're doing with this so it's it's exciting yeah. it's exciting yeah and then the other part of that is mentoring right giving back in that community which, you know, I'm a big fan of. And I, I just wrote an article on mentoring and talking about how do you mentor other females, right? And it doesn't mm-hmm. have to be this predetermined relationship where someone's above you, right. right? And you go and ask them, can you mentor me? It can just right. be friends. Like, I know more about X, right? So yeah. let me give this to you. And you know more about this. So let yeah. me give this to you, right? And this exchange of information. That's I cool. call it mentoring in the moment. It's called MIM, right? Mim. <laughs> I made that up. <laughs> mentoring in the moment. And you just give back to each other, mm-hmm. um, not to get anything in return, but just because you you want to help someone out, help another female. You see her struggling. You see, hey, I really know how to do this, so I'm going to offer this to her. I'm going to say, hey, you know, if you tried it this way, right. I can really see you doing that for just for no reason. When women have done that to me, especially top people yeah. in the industry, or have given me compliments, I mean, I am just like, oh, right? Right, right, right. When another woman gives to me, I'm just like, oh my gosh, I want to give back to you too. How yeah. can I help you? Right. That's so cool. So connecting and mentoring, I think, is such an important part of you know women in mortgage. Yeah, and it's bringing people together, like you yes. said, with. with comes back to relationships. Yes. You know, it's building all about those. relationships always, it's right? It's important, yeah. So, mm-hmm, how, so how does someone find you? How do they find me? Oh, wow. I am on LinkedIn. Yeah. Um, that's kind of my primary platform right now, um, Casey Hughes-Wade. I and mean, you can also email me um, at casey.hughes-wade at slkglobalsolutions.com. It's kind of a long email address, but <laughs> LinkedIn's really the best way to find me, yeah. Casey Hughes-Wade. I do some fun videos. I've pulled back a little bit with my pregnancy, um, but I'm starting to get back out there building out my content again. And uh, I would say that's the best way to connect with me. And I'm going to try to start doing TikTok. That's my goal. I'm, gonna do, mm-hmm. I'm hoping to do some fun stuff with a newborn. 
That's so cool. everyone loves babies, right? Yes, so like who babies. doesn't want to see a baby on TikTok? So I don't know. Watch <laughs> out for that. That's like kind of my plan. So we'll see. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, cool. Thank you for coming on the show. And uh, I'm sure our viewers will uh, search. You know, some of them will search you out. And you never know what can happen, right? Absolutely. Be my friend. Just say hello, girl. Just let's be friends. I'm, I'm just here to make friends. So Absolutely. Yes. All right. Well, please like, share, subscribe. Check out Casey. And we'll see you on the next podcast. Thanks for watching. Thank you for listening to our podcast. If you guys are looking for more content like this, we have a Fun Loans YouTube channel where we give away more tips, secrets, and origination ideas. You can also email us at info at funloans.com. And if you've made it this far, I think it's safe to say you like our content. So please subscribe, share, and send us your scenarios. Let's fun loans together.